Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, can't wait to ride this Iron Man experience to see Robert Downey Jr. Oh man, I, yeah, I can't wait to see Robert Downey Jr. I'm such a big fan. Guys, I hate to break it to you, they couldn't afford him. I think they got Bob Downey Jr.? What? No, his name is Nick Wingert. Right. Well, I'm Wing Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 150 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on the Iron Man experience. Right now we are recording live for our Goof Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Goof Troop. All you got to do is go to DizHis.com and look for the link at the very top. Look for the Goof Troop. As well as seeing our, our beautiful faces, we'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. We have given away signed comics, wax melts, Disney merch, Diz His merch, and many other things. You will also get access to our Goof Troop chat, where you can interact with us and our Goof Troop members. We talk Disney daily and have daily Disney-themed questions, plus our live shows are just one big mess and lots of fun. So go ahead and check us out at DizHis.com or give us... A call at 707-842-0345. Leave us a message. Share a memory. Do whatever you want. Just give us a call and say, hey. You can also send us an email at dizhishistory at gmail.com. Let us know any history you might have got wrong. Maybe something we missed out. Or give us an idea of a future episode. We're running out of ideas, people. Please help me. Please. We are not running out of ideas. Hey, hey. I just said that for... You know, okay, so people can call. Hey, let's just talk about we are at 150 episodes. Guys. I know. I was thinking when, wow. I was, when I was writing it up, I was like 150. It's kind of monumental. Yeah, and we're doing I mean, Iron Man experience. I thought, man, maybe we should have picked something better. Well, you know, we 100 was monumental, right? Mm -hmm. 50, right? I feel like maybe 200 is probably our next big one. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, it's, I mean, now it has to be. So, yeah. like, like a year from now, what? basically. No, no, like like six months, right? I don't know. No. One a week, one There's, episode a week. One episode a week. There's 52 weeks in a year. Oh, yeah, 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 right. I'm, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. I got it. I got it. It's the bear brain. <laughs> you've, been, uh, you've been on bearable today, Joe. I know. So for you who are watching, uh, you know, listening right now, I am a avatar bear on Zoom. And it's pretty awesome looking. And Chris, do you see Chris's background that he just changed to? <laughs> I found my IMDb page, actually. Oh, my gosh. That is the best background. Please put that in chat. I need to save that for my wallpaper. Right now, he has Iron Man with Alex's head on Iron Man. You know, it's awesome. You know, I don't know what it is with people like my head. Because when I worked at a UPS store, they printed a giant photo of my face and put a Santa hat on it. And, and then they had that for Christmas above, like, the UPS sign in the store. And then they took that Santa hat off. <laughs> And put a leprechaun hat on for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so today, guys, we are going to be talking about the Iron Man experience. And this is over at uh, Hong Kong Disney, right? Like, we know, we, no, no one here has been on this ride, right? In person? No. No. Right, no. no. Yeah, no, no one's been to Hong Kong Disney. I, I want to go one day. But I kind of like doing these shows. And we like doing these shows because even though we're, you know, this is not our home, um, you know, park. People who listen to the show that this might be their home park and they're like, you know, we want to make them feel included and find out some cool history about some of the rides and attractions that are in their area. So I'm looking forward to hearing the history on this. 
and uh, kind of digging deep into the ride. Let's get to the his on the Iron Man experience. The Iron Man experience is a 3D motion simulator in Stark Expo, Hong Kong Disneyland's version of the Avengers Campus. Iron Man Experience opened on January 11, 2017, and was the first Disney attraction based on Marvel IP. This attraction takes guests on an adventure in a simulator, where Tony Stark recruits them to fight extraterrestrial beings that are attacking Hong Kong. Talking about earlier, it's kind of like Star Tours, but Iron Man, correct? Yes. I really enjoy Star Tours. I really enjoy that ride. I think it's a great ride. Um, we're going to talk more about the ride, and kind of Alex is going to give a description of what kind of goes on in the ride, right, Alex? Yes, yes. We do. We have. Do we. You know I don't have a lot of history because we do have a paragraph that's just the ride through. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a this would be a popular. I feel like this would be a popular ride here, at you know in the parks here in Florida. I feel like it would be a popular. I don't understand why they didn't put it in Disneyland. Do they talk about that? No, I don't have any information why it's not in Disneyland. I did not see anything about that. Okay. I almost wonder, you know, some of these things. They're so spread out, you know, some of their, the intellectual property is so spread out amongst all the different parks. If that isn't somewhat intentional to really kind of encourage travel to all those other parks. Yeah, it could be a good point. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely one of those I would ride when I go there. This is one that I would look forward to to riding. Right. Um, I don't think Jen and I were kind of, go ahead. I don't think I don't think I'd ride it. Why not? Really? Because it's just like Star Tours. We'll get into it later, but I'm going to try to ride the rides that I can't ride in America. And if it's just... Well, you can't ride this one. You can't ride this one. I mean, I watched the ride through, so I know what video what's on the video screen. And I've gone on Star Tours, therefore I've ridden it before. Yeah, Alex is like one of those people where I'm like, hey, I'm going to Alaska. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been there. I looked at pictures. Yeah. Like, no, man, it's not the same thing, Alex. <laughs> I, know. I, I can't even. OK, first of all, we'll just stop there and say, can you can you imagine Alex working out the money to go over there to mm, begin with? Yeah. No, the, answer's, no. the answer's no. So let's just go a little further and say, all right, Alex, you won a trip. Yes. To this park. Cool. OK. So you you have this opportunity to spend a day in this park and you're not going to try to ride at least one of everything. Uh, you can't ride one of everything in one day. Oh, you absolutely could. No way. I, I, I don't think there's as many attractions in the, another, some of the other parks than they have over here. I'm not sure. That's a, that's a good question. I don't know how many attractions are in Hong Kong Disneyland. But well, I think it's still be hard to write everything. And we all have a computer in front of us. Yeah. He would win the prize and be like, well, you know, I still have to pay for food. Yes. I have to pay for this. He's like, yep. it's still, still too much. And give away and sell his tickets probably. Oh, if I could sell Alex, it away I'm... and make a profit, that's the way to go. <laughs> Alex, I have a question for you, right? Yes. What would you rather do? Let's, okay, let's say the Bengals are in the Super Bowl again. Again. Right? Yeah. Would you rather be there in person or on TV? Watch it on TV. Would you rather watch? You would rather yeah. Would you rather go to a live event? So you'd rather sit at home and watch yeah, stuff I'm like in, sporting events on TV than in real, like in real life? Well, first off, it's usually cold 
during that time of year. Uh, the seats you have are terrible because they're, I mean, I couldn't have really good seats and because they're super expensive. You get the zoomed in views on the TV and I get to eat snacks uh, that I'm warmed up in my kitchen. I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot more fun when I you like go going, to a game. I've gone to a game. I've gone to a game, but um, I think I just prefer to watch it at home. So for reference, there are 15 total rides and a half dozen shows. Okay, wow. So in, in comparison, how many rides are at Magic Kingdom? Magic Kingdom has 23 rides. Still more. There's, still, there's, there's still 46 in all four as of 2018. Yeah. Wow. You can do 15 in it. If you would, if you strategize, right, you did your research. You can definitely, yeah. Totally knock out 15 rides, probably more than once. Especially if you rope drop. If you rope drop, you can go ahead Mm -hmm. and probably get off like, uh, you know, a couple, you probably get a decent amount of rides just right there in the morning. Do you think people let me cut in line just because I'm I'm a big guy with a red beard? Yes, I would. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Because you definitely look a lot different. So they're probably all around you. They probably think you're a celebrity. It's Justin, true. you shouldn't have cut your hair. Justin Turner. Justin Turner from the uh, Dodgers. Oh, That's who you look no, like. No, he can be Alex from the Diz His. <laughs> <laughs> Once Disney acquired Marvel in 2009, the idea of creating attractions based on superheroes were discussed yearly. It wasn't until 2013 that Hong Kong Financial Secretary John Tseng announced a nighttime parade, as well as a themed area which will feature characters from Marvel. In 2013, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts chairman reported that Hong Kong Disneyland would be adding an attraction called Iron Man Experience. The official expansion plans were finally declared in 2016. These plans included the creation of a new area named Stark Expo, which would be part of Tomorrowland, even transforming part of Tomorrowland to be part of Stark Expo. It was also announced that the first attraction that would open at Stark Expo would be a similar ride named the Iron Man Experience. Walt Disney Imagineering designed the attraction, and Industrial Light and Magic created the CGI. The attraction cost around $100 million and utilized a new generation model of the Advanced Technology Leisure Application Simulator, or known as the Atlas. Atlas is a large hydraulic motion simulator that was originally used for military flight simulation, but eventually designed for the theme park industry. Disney bought the technology in the 1980s and modified it for two theme park attractions, Star Tours and Body Wars. Star Tours debuted the technology in 1987 at Disneyland, and by 1989, there was an atlas premiered at Hong Kong Disneyland for the second Star Tours opened in the Disney parks. So I have some thoughts about this ride. I I did watch the ride on, and I was really excited to watch the ride on for this because I thought that the, oh no, I'm thinking of Disneyland Paris. They're making rock and roller coaster. I think into an Iron Man roller coaster. Oh, are they? Yeah. Wow. Um, Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So I thought I thought I was going to get that when I started watching this. And I'm also thinking, well, it's a newer ride, so it's got to be really cool. I was pretty um, unimpressed by it because you're talking it it opened in like 2017 and they're using technology. They're using a ride system from the 80s. I just thought it was kind of a cop out because everyone's going to want to ride this Iron Man. And not only is it Iron Man, but it's Iron Man, which is like an American superhero in another country. So I think it give you get you get even more of a lore because it's like I don't know it's when you're visiting a park and like you see a I don't know an American superhero like that it's different than your everyday thing so you'd want to you know go ride that so but yeah I was there's some there's some parts in it that I thought were cool um, an Iron Man flying you know you, I'm sure you'll get to it in the in the uh, ride through part but when Iron Man pops through the screen and stuff like that but uh, the other thing I thought was funny was it's all in Chinese except for when Iron Man's talking it's in English yeah. 
So they don't even know what he's saying unless there's a also a translation on top of that. I, I don't know. Also, Chris, it's not Chinese. It's Mandarin. Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Like the Mandarin. Like like the bad guy. Was that, was that, a, was that a joke? No. Wh- which one was a joke? That it was Mandarin. Because he's the bad guy. Mandarin. No, Mandarin's yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mine was a joke, kind of. Okay. Well, anyway, Iron Man speaks in English. So I'm right. wondering. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell if there was a translation. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, not could, I didn't tell it either. But if not, it's like, you know, they, they, they don't even know what he's saying, which is funny because the whole thing is in another language except for except for when he talks, the main character right. of the ride. Yes. Jarvis talks in Mandarin. Yes, yes, yes. Which yeah, is funny because pretty... we get Remy's Ratatouille ride over here and it's all in French still. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's not. They kept it in <laughs> French, I thought. No. no, I just wrote it. Didn't they keep it in French? No. I read somewhere they kept it in French. <laughs> they lied. <laughs> no, Wait, I don't think it's, I'm pretty sure it's not in French. Uh, maybe I think, like I, I background, maybe like background. But I don't think, think it is. is. Chris Nothing. wrote it. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Talk about the mice. Like the mice are talking. The mice yeah. are not talking in French. No. At no, the end of the ride. No. I don't no? think so. No, I don't think so. Uh, but you know, Alex, I'm pretty sure that like when Iron Man speaks, there's probably like, captions in the language underneath. I would think. I right? would imagine so when you're getting there whipped around. When you're getting whipped around, you now you have to read too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. Hey, I'm looking at now. I don't like watching ride throughs and before I actually go experience it, because I like to just be kind of surprised and mesmerized and everything. So I I don't. However, I am just looking at a few pictures of um, the Stark Expo area in itself and like the queue and things like that. And I, uh, I really like it. Yeah. Like it, it's kind of making me go. Okay. Yeah. The queue seems really cool. Yes, it does. And in my opinion, I feel like sometimes the cues are just as good as the ride, right? Yeah. Uh, that would be a fun episode to do is kind of see which cues are just as good as the ride. Uh, I yeah. feel like the the one that we did, uh, what, a, what wait, it's so funny, Alex, a couple months ago, you don't think that sometimes the cues are as good as the ride? Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. Uh, the episode would be like ranking, like a, a cues bracket. Oh, yeah. there you go. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, I just, I just watched the video at the end. He says, thanks for coming, everyone, and the rest is all in French. So the thanks for coming, everyone was added in English, but yeah, they kept the rest in French at the very end. Of the ride. I might have to go back oh. and check that. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back and have to ride it. So, <laughs> which I'm gonna talk a little bit about it later is that you know uh, on what we did in the world of Disney. As I went to Epcot and I kind of talk talk about my experience and talk about going on the ride because I actually got the ride Ratatouille for the first time. Iron Man experience was placed adjacent to Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, which eventually was transformed into Ant Man in the Wasp Nano Battle. Iron Man Experience features five simulators, which hold 45 guests each. Testing for the ride began in May of 2016, with the official opening of Iron Man Experience on January 11, 2017. Stark Expo is not officially opened yet. It is due to be completed by 2023. Once completed, the area will be set in a few years after 2010, with the gift shop, Iron Man meet and greet, and the Iron Man Experience attraction. The area is similar to the expo displayed in the Iron Man 2 film. Here, Tony Stark will be introducing his new invention the Iron Wing. Iron Man Experience has one of the best queues in Hong Kong Disneyland. There are many exhibits that feature items that appear through the Marvel movies, like the prototype for Captain America's shield. The queue also tells the history of Tony Stark, the man, and Iron Man, the hero. Videos also play through the queue, telling the guests what to expect when entering the Iron Man Experience, until it changes to just talking about the Iron Wing Mark 8, the vehicle you're about to board to tour Hong Kong and the newly constructed Stark Towers. Guests grab the 3D glasses and are sent to Loading Bay. 
There, a safety video is shown, which is in Cantonese and English, and then you board the vehicle. Oh, so Cantonese. Cantonese. Not Mandarin. I thought I was going to say Cantonese, but but then I was like, nah, it's, Alex knows what he's talking about. He's play, he plays CK3 every day. He knows his, <laughs> he knows his geography. Uh, unfortunately, knows his China is not in CK3. Um, so this is cool because so you're saying in here that that it, by 2023, they're going to have like a whole Stark Expo part of the park. Is what you're saying, Alex? Yes, yeah. The part, the the Stark Expo itself, the area that's added onto Tomorrowland, will be fully completed by 2023. That that's cool. I I think that'll be really neat. I also think that's something that would only work overseas because you have like a lot of like um, I don't know, because you're gonna have like a New York area. Like, who cares about a New York area here? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't understand why they're setting it in the past. That one doesn't make sense to me. Well, because he's I guess because so he's alive. Well, that's a Whoa. that's a good start. Spoiler, spoilers, <laughs> and, and and New York's not ruined yet. Yeah, I guess so. Well, no, I because love... it doesn't take place in New York. It takes place in Tomorrowland in Hong Kong. But so, I thought he's, I thought, I thought it, it was said it was going to be a New York backdrop, right? You, you know, I did read that, but when the ride happens, they're going through downtown Hong Kong, and there's a Stark Expo building being built in Hong Kong. So I don't get why uh, that is super the setting confusing. would be New York if it's supposed to be at Hong Kong Disneyland. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. That is mm. that is that is very continuity. So. Do you know what this kind of uh, this after reading this part right here? This kind of reminds me. Um, Star for Wars? you who played that Marvel game, what you what you say? Nothing. Go ahead. Star, you said Star Tours. Yeah. No, if you guys played that Marvel Avengers game uh-huh. at the very beginning of the game, they're they're kind of like at an expo. Yes, and mm-hmm. this kind of gives me that feel. Right, you know, it's, it's like yeah. a comic book or Avengers expo. Yeah, know? so it kind of gives me that feel, and that's a really good game. If you I hope are... I hope it's not like that. Because well, there's an why. attack. Because everyone dies. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like a nuclear that's... explosion. Yeah. Well, yeah, but isn't that like in some of the Marvel movies? I mean, it's uh, pretty much something has to go awry, right? And these yeah, sacrifices things... have to be made. Exactly. <laughs> Once you board the simulator for the Iron Man experience, guests will be seated and fasten their seatbelts. The fuse screen opens to reveal the hangar where the iron wing is parked. The hangar door malfunctions, so Jarvis, the pilot of the ship, blasts them open and flies out over Tomorrowland and Hong Kong. Just as the flight reaches Stark Tower, the ship is attacked by Hydra robots who want to steal the arc reactor that you were there to see. Jarvis calls Tony Stark, who answers while meeting fans at Stark Expo. Tony Stark is CGI'd, with the voice being done by Mick Winger, who has voiced Iron Man in many Marvel projects. Once informed of the situation, he leaves the expo to help in his Iron Man Mark IV armor from Avengers Age of Ultron. Iron Man arrives and fights alongside the Iron Wing to defeat the robotic Hydra army. After the skirmish, Stark congratulates the guests, but is interrupted by a giant robot attacking Stark Tower. Iron Man calls in more vehicles from the expo. All the vehicles converge onto the robots, with the Iron Wing dishing out the last attack before the giant robot is defeated. Stark once again congratulates the guests, only to be interrupted by the engines of the Iron Wing failing, causing the ship to fall. Iron Man saves the ship and takes it back to the Hong Kong Disneyland, where a crowd of people are waiting in the hangar, applauding the bravery of the guests and Iron Man. The ride is a great simulator, with its cutting-edge 3D technology, but while fighting the robots, you can clearly tell the CGI'd robots and Iron Man versus the real bystanders in the city. Part of the experience for the attraction are some 4D effects. When Iron Man crashes through the window of the Iron Wing, you feel wind blowing. That's pretty cool about the uh, 4D uh, aspects of it. 
Yeah. Does, I, um, does Star Tours have 4D aspects? I never no. it. I don't think so. Just the... Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I was thinking like, isn't there a hologram in it now? That kind of there is, out, there is like, but... little, yeah, there is. But 4D oh. really it needs to be like something happening to you, right? Like water spraying on you or something, or something hitting you, right? Yeah. Chris, you say you never ridden Star Tours? No, I um, I got sick on the Simpsons simulator ride, and ever since then, I've been afraid to ride a simulator ride, <laughs> like like viciously sick. Like I was like, I had to sit on a bench for like two hours. But how old were trip. you when this happened? 2013. So uh, 16, 17. He was about four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I would definitely try Star Tours now because since then I've learned that like even people who don't get motion sick get motion sick on The Simpsons. Ride. Right. Yes. Yeah. That was so I, known yeah, to make I, people sick. Yeah. So I'm going to be a little more adventurous. Uh Next time I visit the parks and do uh, like I, I I didn't even do Flight of Passage because I, I thought I'd get sick on it because it was anything with screens. Oh, I just, I just so didn't want to go on. But now now I know. So, oh, so now you can wait four and a half hours to fly a passage. You don't have to wait that long. No, right. You don't have Sometimes. to wait, but people will. For the low, low price of isn't that when they uh, a la carte lightning lane? Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> JPEG. What's your time worth? So in this, so I was doing the history before I watched the ride through, and I just watched it while we were talking with Joey. I had it on, and I was looking at it, and I expected the video from between Jarvis and Tony Stark to be Tony Stark's like Tony Stark from the movies, right? But it's not. It's Iron Man. They never actually show Tony Stark in the ride itself. Oh. Then they would have to pay the actor. That's why. Yeah. Right. And they do have a voice actor due to the part of Tony Stark. How did does he job. sound? Yeah, he did a good job. I think. Yeah, no, he does. He does Tony Stark for video games and stuff. So very charismatic he, and everything. So, um, but yeah, I was surprised. I guess you're right. They wouldn't want to have to pay the actor, but it's Marvel. So I thought they would go and get Tony Stark or I'm sorry, Rob Downey Jr. to do the part for the ride. But I guess not. Yeah, they don't want to pay these actors, you know, and actresses to do these parts because you have to pay them money. They don't want to do that. I wonder what the royalties are associated with it. Like as long as that person's likeness is, you know, portrayed in the ride, do they get a certain amount of money per day per, you know, like that kind of thing? Yeah. You know, I should work for Disney. They don't like spending money. I don't like spending money. I mean, I think we'd be very work well together. <laughs> Iron Man Experience did receive some help financially for its $100 million costing attraction. They partnered with A1A Group. A1A is the largest insurer in Hong Kong. It will have its brand and logo appear throughout the experience. Iron Man Experience was the first attraction and leading draw for Stark Expo, but by 2023, Hong Kong Disneyland plans on adding restaurants and another Avengers attraction on the land that was Autopia. Put this, you know, put this all together like this, and this is the type of experience that your, you know, fairly hardcore MCU fans, you know, Marvel in itself fans you know, would weigh out the cost of attendance to go and experience this that is completely and totally unique to this particular park. You know what I mean? Yeah, unique, immersive. I'm not out about it. And, you know, Hong Kong's a good park, so it would it definitely will be done well, for sure. I feel like, though, overall, this ride could have been better with, I mean, can you imagine using the technology that's on Flight of Passage, but using that here instead? I mean, it's I think so it'll cool. be a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. But I think this is a good ride. But I think, I mean, I think the technology, I feel like this is a great example of something that's being built that's maybe a little bit too late. 
right? This when did this open? 2017. Well, that's not bad. It's I think they took advantage. It's not, that, it's, it's not that I old. They, I think they took advantage of Iron Man and and uh, invested in Iron Man instead of like new tech for a like a new ride vehicle or something like that. You know, I think mm-hmm. that they could have done something way cooler, but they didn't have to because they but it's 2017. Anyway. though. what do you mean? 2017 is a long time ago. Five years. It's almost, it's almost six. It's almost five years old. You're, you're talking about uh, them using ride tech from the 80s. It's not exactly. The... It's it's the concept of the ride tech, but I imagine there's been updates to the ride vehicles in the last twenty sure, years. Sure, but it's a clone of Star Tours. Like it Correct. is. Correct. Like, I mean, and it even you know looks I mean? like Star Tours in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh... Even the ride vehicle kind of does. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I I wasn't expecting that at all. I think that's why I was a little bit um disappointed because I really thought that I I'm pretty sure Neil said that um that rock and roller coaster is going to be Iron Man in Paris. I'm pretty sure he said that. Maybe uh-huh. I'm making that up. But that's what I was expecting when I saw it. I'm thinking, wow, it's going to be cool because you're like you're flying and you know whatever. And then I saw that. I'm like, oh, okay, you're in a box. And uh, Iron Man stops by a couple times, and there's these weird CGI robot things, and mm-hmm. uh, that's about it. Listen, there's two rides in Pandora, right? Mm-hmm. There's yes. one that everybody flocks to, and then there's the one that you're like, yeah, I'll ride it maybe if there's a 20 minute rate. Flight of Passage came out in 2017. So they had they had great tech back in 2017. I mean, can't you feel the Banshees breathing on you in Flight of Passage? Isn't it's it crazy. Bad so you feel, you feel yeah. them. You're sitting, you feel, you're sitting on it and you feel like they're, they're it's breathing. It's breathing. The Banshee's breathing. Yeah. Yeah. So they did, they did have the tech back then. They just didn't, they, they just, I think they just felt as they didn't, they didn't need to. And they probably didn't because people were still going, I'm, I'm, I'd still ride it if Me I was too, there. You know, so it's well, Iron Man. Of course. Yeah, it's Iron Man. I just think but, they could have done better. But also think about this too, since so that tech in 2017, the the flight of passage, mm-hmm. you know, that was, you know, super innovative, you know, groundbreaking, if you will, and probably came at a really, really hefty price. Yeah. And so having never had anything like that before, and also the fact that they used that tech on a movie that was how old at the time, which yeah. I still don't understand, yeah. but <laughs> that's above our pay grade. Um, but so that was a gamble and I'm sure that that came at a high price. So, you know, spreading your money out and that tech out, you wouldn't try it for it to fail at two different parks though. I do think that you're absolutely right, Chris, that there was a huge potential that that could have taken something and probably put it on caliber with the pirates, right? At Shanghai or something like that, where it's just right. something completely and totally different blow you away where you're definitely way more interested in making that truck over there to try. Yeah, it. for sure. And, and like from a marketing standpoint, for something like uh, Flight of Passage, Av- I don't care what you say. Avatar is not doesn't that ha- doesn't have that big of a following. Yes, it was the biggest movie at the at the time because it was all the you know the new 3D aspect and this and that and all the CGI and all the new special effects. Sure, but there's not a huge Avatar. F- I've never seen anybody wearing a, uh, an Avatar shirt outside of Disney, right? So with, with Flight of Passage, you kind of had to go all in and you had to go on something because I don't really like Avatar, but I'd go on Flight of Passage because the ride's awesome. Right. Now, with the Iron Man ride, uh, you know, the ride might not be as amazing as Flight of Passage, but I'm still going to ride it because it's, it's Iron Man. So it's just a safer investment for me. I didn't have to dump a bunch of money into it because people are going to ride it anyway. And I think that's what we got. But I hope that you're right. I hope that well, like I'm never going to get to that park, but I hope that you're right and that there is something that's mind blowing uh, after because with that kind of intellectual property, you can do some really, really cool things. I'd love to see a Marvel mind-blowing type ride like rise of the resistance and flight of passage i think that's what's going to be over at um in california 
well, Guardians of the Galaxy has potential to be uh to be that ride uh, right right there in uh, in Florida. I think that could be a mind blowing. Yeah, I can't one. wait to, see, to hear some of the reviews on it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that ride on. I don't like watching the ride ons, but that one, I don't know when I'm gonna ever get to ride it. So it's gonna be a while. So I'm definitely gonna watch that ride on. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. During construction of the Iron Man experience, Hong Kong Disneyland's railroad was suspended from February of 2014 till June of 2015. The Atlas cabins can hold 45 guests per ride, which lasts for 4 minutes and 30 seconds. With five simulators, Iron Man experience can accommodate 2,036 guests per hour. The instructional video during the ride queue featured the late, great Stanley seated in the ride vehicle demonstrating how to fasten your seatbelt. Aww. During the conversations between Jarvis and Tony Stark, Jarvis speaks Cantonese and Stark speaks English. We hear Disses think Iron Man experience looks like an amazing ride. It may be very similar to Star Tours, but anything with Marvel is and will be fantastic. Stark Expo in Tomorrowland, Hong Kong is a must visit, making this ride a must try. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Okay, guys, so D-plus this week is Civil War. And, you know, kind of going into this movie, this is one of those movies that's kind of like Winter Soldier that I was not really excited about watching, you know. Uh, but I really enjoyed this movie. I thought the movie was funny. I thought the movie was – I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a great movie. What do you guys think? This movie is – so we have a – I guess it's a tradition, right? Um, and it just started off completely and totally innocent pertaining to this movie where my husband and my son, every time we go on, um, a cruise, you know, you have your TV on demand Disney plus before it was even Disney plus, if you will. And so it started off as a joke because it, they always ended up watching this movie and I would get so frustrated with them and be like, guys, we're on a freaking Disney cruise and you're sitting here watching a movie that you can watch all the time. And so now this is tradition. You know, <laughs> we get on the ship, everybody kind of calms down, packs their unpacks their stuff. And my son will grab the remote and turn this movie on because of that. And also it's just such a great movie to watch and you get sucked in every time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. What do you think of it, uh, Alex? I liked the movie. Um, compared to all the movies, I think it's it's up there as one of the best. Um, I, I like. I'm not. I was a big fan of it when it first came out. I didn't think it was a great movie, but rewatching the series as a whole, um, I think it's a really good movie. I think uh, I love how sometimes I get confused though 
because they do they they you know that's where they introduce Spider-Man and I kind of like some reason in my mind I'm like Spider-Man has a movie where they introduce him but no that's how they introduce him so that part I kind of get confused but I think in general it's cool the only the only thing I had an issue with when it first came out is you know I don't read I didn't read comic books but my brother did and so I I'm aware of all these comic book you know specialties and Civil War was a big thing in comic books but this Civil War is like 5v5 but comic book Civil War is like 30 on 30 so when I heard they're doing Civil mm-hmm. War I was like oh my god how are they going to do this this is going to be amazing and then it ends up just being like 5v5 Civil War so that was a letdown for me even though I'm not a big comic book person that was kind of a letdown but um, re-watching this series I think the movie itself holds up and it's like a it's like a vital pin in the series. Like it really, you need Civil War in order to get from part A of the series to part B of the series. I agree with you. How about you, Chris? So a couple of things about this movie. Um, we should really uh, do a ranking of the Marvel movies. I think that'd be really fun to yeah. do in chat. We could use that mm-hmm. movie app. But um, just off the top of my head, I think this would be in my top five or seven uh marvel movies this one was really enjoyable for me um spider-man's one of my favorite characters so introducing him was so good nothing was forced there was a lot a lot a lot of heroes in this movie and it was and everything everything flowed really well and the story was really good um speaking of the comic books alex i read civil war and i this is one of the comic books where i thought the movie did a better job than the comic book did really yeah, um, and super, super different um, comp, uh, ideas too. Same ideas, but way different because there's obviously, like you said, there's a lot more characters in Civil War. Um, Cyclops dies in Civil War, and that's yes. kind of what that's kind of like the. Uh, I feel like because I'm watching Civil War again recently, I feel like when Vision shoots down Rhodey, that's kind of like the Cyclops moment okay. where they kind of like uh, you know one of the friends die and they, they realize that, you know, they're fighting with each other and kind of has to <laughs> like, stop. Hey thing. man, these things we do are kind of dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did but, you know um, you kill someone? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the cool thing that I really liked about civil war and uh, as a parallel to the comic book was that one um, scene where Iron Man's fighting cap and Iron Man does his repulsors on Captain America's shield and they kind of slow it down because that's like the cover of the original Civil War comic. Uh-huh. So that was a really cool nod to that. And I really liked if you re so after watching Civil War, rewatching uh, the older movies again, you can kind of see that that rift starting to form between uh, Cap and um, and Tony. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. So, yeah, I, I think this is a top. This is definitely a top movie for me. And then uh, we get Black Panther in this movie, too, which I thought was uh he he was that's right his debut phenomenal in that uh, in that movie too yeah i i loved the movie i thought it was great my favorite part of the movie is spider-man fanboying all over yes the the marvel avengers yeah, he was just, like so cool. happy to be with them you know i was yeah. like oh this is so cool hey guys how's it going like so excited yeah to be there and that was my favorite part yeah yeah hey this is aj for the d plus club where we cover all things disney plus Each week, I'll be bringing you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between April 18th and 24th, we'll be watching Tarzan from 1999. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, as well as the new Sorcerer Radio website 
website at srsounds.com forward slash the D plus club with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Fan Piper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sam Piper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, Joey, what you drinking? Hey, Joey, how are you doing, man? Uh, we haven't heard from you in a while, but welcome back to the show. We're looking forward to having you back on the show, you know, uh, a couple times a month, once a month or whatever, to kind of hear what you've been up to. Because I know you're, you're out at the parks, but what have you been up to the last couple of months? Uh, being the most boring uh, person on this show, I can tell you that my life has been work every day. You guys live these wonderful, exciting lives. And every day I'm in a theme park every day. So I have been busy in the best way possible, making memories, uh, making people's uh, vacations phenomenal. And uh, it's been great, bro. Thank you so much. And thanks again for inviting me back. I know it's crazy. I step away for months and there you guys are like, hey, do you want to hang again? Like no love lost. You guys are the best. Yeah. Yeah. And you know something, Joey, you have been at the parks a lot. So you've been super busy, right? Where were you at today? Uh, today, I, today was a cool day. Um, I'm actually with a family for seven days. And wow. today was the day where we were supposed to go to Magic Kingdom for a little bit in the morning. And the family called and just said, hey, instead of going to the park, do you want to just come to the pool? I was like, like, for real? They're like, yeah, we rented a cabana at the Polynesian and the girls just want to go swimming with you. And I was like, yeah, let's go swimming. So I hung wow. out at the Polynesian all day today. That's, and and that's, a great, that's a great pool, too. Oh, dude, it's phenomenal. The water slide. But what's so cool is there's... um. This is one of those families, you know, I'm, I'm coming up on my 13th year of doing this. And um, this family's known me for, you know, almost a decade. And it's been great. I've got to watch their little one grow up. They have two little girls. And she's uh, 13 now. And she wants my job horribly, desperately. She's like, I want to be a tour guide for the theme parks. And I was like, well, if you go to school and you graduate high school and you graduate college, she's like, what if I just drop out of school and come work for you now? And I was like, no, it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. I need you to get your degree first. So we do this thing that her parents just call the nerd walk and they stay at the, at the Polynesian and we walk from the Polynesian to the grand Floridian, to the magic kingdom, to the contemporary. And then we take a uh, monorail to the TTC and we walk back and every year they come back, we do this walk and I just tell her fun facts. And we usually stop at the various little restaurants and we grab snacky snacks and it's just become this cool, like 
uncle niece moment where every uh, year we make the walk and we we eat snacks and it's it's really sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, what? I feel like we need to do the history on this nerd walk, right? Because I'm sure there's a lot of great facts out there. Yeah, that would be a good walk. episode. For you sure. You guys might know most. There's a couple of really good ones. You know, you know, like uh, December 29th, 1974, at the bar at Ohana is where John Lennon and Paul McCartney signed the paperwork to end the Beatles. Yep. yep. Oh, yes. Yep. Did you know that at Disney's uh, Contemporary Resort, that was where Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon delivered his famous I'm not a crook speech? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, little things like that. And we these as we walk and talk, you know, as being that I forget, Jen, you're at least 21, right? Yes. All right. What you're we funny. do is <laughs> as a group, we all go to the we go to the Polynesian and we grab a Lapu Lapu. And we drink as we walk to the next location. Oh, and we walk cool. past the wedding pavilion and we go to the contemporary and we go to the Enchanted Rose and we grab a, we grab champagne and we have a drink as we walk to the Magic Kingdom. So it's a fun little walking, talking, drinking, learning tour that I offer for some of my regular clients. It's a lot oh, of fun. Nice. So if we, if we wanted to do a Diz His on location show, it'd be a blast. That'd be cool. You know, I mean, we should, we should, uh, yeah, that would be a, a blast for sure to do that. And, you know, going to record at the different resor- resorts, have a drink, take a walk. I think that would be a blast for sure. That's a really great idea. Yeah, because I'm also hoping to do some meetups, Joey, and then maybe because okay. I know you have some connections out there at Disney Springs, right? To kind of get one of those um, restaurants or bars out at the bo- boardwalk, you know, and well, if, uh, you well, know, do already, a show out there, have a meetup and have some fun. Absolutely. We already got the OK from the brewmaster at uh, Big River Grill and Brew Works, which is the only brewery on Disney property. They already gave me the green light. Um George Milanotis, uh, owner of Wine Bar George at Disney Springs. He's a friend. He gave me the green light. Um, it's just, I've got about 10 or 15 different bars all over Disney property where they don't even know my name. They just know me by my drink. And we can walk into any one of those <laughs> bars any day of the week and I can be like, what's up? And they're like, how many? And I tell them how many and they'll, yeah, dude, you just say when. Cool. Yeah, And that's the reason why, why we have your segment, Joey, right? Hey, Joey, what you're drinking? So they just know what you're drinking. I of don't course. even know your name, right? And you have yeah. a tab. So if I go in there and say I'm with What's your drink of choice so I can make sure they put it on your tab when I go in there? Uh, uh, Alex, you know, you're lucky you're prettier. I'd come over there and smack you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll buy you. I'll buy you around. So, Joey, today we're doing the Iron Man experience, right, over in Hong Kong. So what kind of drink do you have to kind of go along with the Iron Man experience? Well, I'll tell you what we'll do then. If, if we're going to talk about Iron Man, we're going to talk about the invincible Iron Man. We're going to drink something that a man's man would drink. We're going to drink honey wine. We're going to drink mead. Because that has absolutely nothing to do with your topic whatsoever. And even though I tried to six degrees of Kevin Bacon it, I couldn't. But I already had this drink pre-picked, so that's what I'm going with. Okay, and what is it exactly? So mead is the oldest alcohol in the world. It's actually made from honey. Um, it's, uh, it predates Christ, for Christ's sake. It, it's thousands of years old. <laughs> Egypt, Egyptians have been making it since honey was a thing. They learned that if you let it sit still and you ferment it, similar to how beer is made from hops and barley, similar to how gin is made from juniper, vodka from potatoes, um, everything is made from something, and mead is actually wine that's made from honey. And um, what I do is when I do my, similar to what we've just talked about, I offer a walking, talking, drinking, learning tour at Disney Springs, where we actually start at Cirque and we end at the other side of Disney and we stop at various bars along the way and we talk about them. And we always stop off at Savannah Bee Honey. They love me. They're good to me there. They pour me out a flight. And the thing that I want you to try, I know you guys live just far enough away that Disney Springs isn't always super convenient for you. If you get to Disney Springs, and you head to the Savannah Bee Meadery or uh, Honey Company, they do a mead that is actually called Bananas Foster. And it is the neatest, if you know what Bananas Foster is, it's bananas, it's ice cream, it's delicious. They pour it and you smell it. 
And if you smell coffee, when you drink it, you'll taste banana. If you smell it and you smell banana, when you drink it, you'll taste coffee. It is the ultimate left side, right side brain. It is really clever. And it's fun when you take families there and the mom and dad are trying it. It's cute to see the mom and the dad argue because the dad's like, well, I smell coffee. And the mom's like, I smell banana. And he's like, but I taste banana. She's like, I taste coffee. Like, it's like, I almost have to send them to marriage counseling after because they think that I'm I, something is wrong. It's weird, but it is a very cool parlor trick. And we will definitely try it when we do our walk and talk and drink and learning day promise. That's awesome. Cool. That sounds great, Joey. Yeah, for sure. It's like that internet dress thing. That was, a that was, oh man, was that <laughs> yeah. five years ago? Mm-hmm. It, Yanni and what was the other one? Laurel? I don't know. Idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurel, yeah. Remember? Yeah, exactly. I'm you, it's kind of it, cool. It's that. And you're like, I definitely smell coffee. Oh, it's bananas. I definitely smell bananas. Crap, am I drinking coffee? Like, it's cool. It's a, it's very fun. And they do these flights there. Um, you can do free honey sample and they have one honey. It's $125 a bottle and you can do samples for free. So cool. Like it's rad. So wow. that's what awesome. we did for uh, that's what we were drinking today. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, Joey. Hey, Joey, uh, you know, before we get going here. Uh, you know, you kind of been since the last time we talked to you. You know, you had a social media presence. You know, YouTube, Facebook, and social um, Instagram, right? You started a TikTok, and I've been kind of following that lately. And you've been posting a lot on TikTok, TikTok, right? Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? What are you posting exactly on TikTok? Well, it's funny because a lot of people, I, I get asked a lot of the same questions. You know, there there's a string here for the first four months of the year. I've been in a theme park every day except four. So people are always asking me. Can you post pictures of the crowds? I love seeing the chaos. I love seeing. So my TikTok has become a very short version of my YouTube. YouTube, I have 6,000 subscribers. It's monetized. It's beautiful. It's fun. But there's a lot of editing involved. To do, to do a, a, a four-minute YouTube video, it takes me seven hours to edit. Whereas with TikTok, it's exactly that. I record. What's going on, guys? Joey here. This is what the front of the crowd looks like. And there's crickets and, and grasshoppers and frogs. And then this is what the back looks like. And if you look behind me, there's 8,300 people waiting to get on mine train. So TikTok is the fun, the chaos. It's you, you, you get to be a fellow soldier in the S with me. Whereas YouTube is more of a, a, a cleaner, edited, more like, oh, interesting. You know, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. TikTok is just the crazy. TikTok is warts and all, mostly warts. So you're welcome to follow me there. It's just like it says on the screen, Joey Mazant, M-A-Z-Z-A-N-T. And uh, everything is G-rated and kid-friendly. I don't curse on the page. I keep everything G-rated because most of my subscribers are families that I've taken on tour and their kids want to watch it. So even when I reference alcohol, you'll never see me drink it. I usually just talk about it. So it's safe for little ears or whatever the hell that bumper sticker says. (laughs) Awesome. Well, hey, Joe. (laughs) It's an Orlando reference, but I stand behind it. So, Joey, it's one more time before you go, right? Where can we find you everywhere? All social media at the Joey Mazant, J-O-E-Y-M-A-Z-Z, Ant. You got it. Awesome. Thanks, Joey. And we're looking forward to having your segment uh, back on the show. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for letting me hang out. And I'll see you guys on Thursday. All right. Hey, this is Joe from the Diz His. One of my students that's in my class, her family and friends are from the Ukraine. I teach virtual school, and for the past two weeks, her family, they have been flying all over the world to get to and support their family and friends. My student has joined in my live lessons from Greece, Poland, and all over the world. The houses of their family and friends are destroyed, which just makes me furious because their family and friends have done nothing, and their houses are just wrecked. Uh, So for the month of April, all of our Patreon money will be going towards helping the family help pay for the food and flights uh, that they have been taking to kind of get to their families. 
If you want to join our Patreon, go to DizHiz.com and join the Goof Troop. Not only will you be helping out for a good cause, you will also get access for all the cool stuff for a month. Thanks and have a magical day. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. So, Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney this week? Not much, uh, just because we're it's a busy time of the year for kids and whatnot. But uh, right before coming in here, did watch episode three of Moon Knight. And what'd you think? Uh, it was very good. Uh, I'm definitely getting sucked in with every episode that we're watching here. So uh, highly recommended. And kind of, you know, I was sitting there and I was thinking, this is a six episode series, right? I'm pretty sure they said six. Mm -hmm. And that's so frustrating because each one of these shows has just been so good that you just, it's, you're right at the point where you're like, yes, give me more. And then, you know, it's gone. Yeah. So that's what, that's how they get you. Disney wants to give you just a little taste, just a little taste. So then yes. you're craving more. So yep. um, Oscar Isaac does a great job uh, in the role. And I just I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it quite a bit. So and and that's I think that's about it. Like I said, it's been a wild week. OK, how about you, Alex? I have done nothing in the world of Disney. OK, no problem. That's fine. We, uh, you know, we're running out of time anyway. So <laughs> go ahead, Chris. <laughs> uh, I went to the Philadelphia Fan Expo, which is like a mini oh. comic, comic con. Yes. Yeah. And I was posting some pictures in our Discord um, of, uh, I mean, all the cosplayers are so cool. And whenever I go to Comic-Con in New York, I always get so caught up in everything that I never get to really take pictures with anybody. So this time I really took the time to take pictures with, um, you know, with all the props I could find. I took a picture in Thanos' throne. Um, I took a picture with uh, Boba Fett and the uh, the passenger from the passenger episode of The Mandalorian, that lizard woman. Oh, with, uh, she, nice! They, they had the they had the tank with Baby Yoda on the back, fishing for the uh, fishing for the eggs, which was cool. Um, the coolest uh, part of that day, though, was in New York to get into the panels. It's not on the main floor; like you have to go into different sections of the Javits Center, or sometimes down the street to a you know to a a, a another convention center to do these panels so i never got to go to any of the panels where celebrities talk about what they're doing at the fan expo in philly they uh the panels are right on the main floor there's a little section and you can you can hear it uh you can stand behind the chairs and watch you can sit down so after we grabbed lunch we sat down to eat at the at the chairs and as soon as we sat down a couple of minutes later uh ming na wen's uh picture who for people who don't know who she is the voice of mulan and fennec shan from um from Mandalorian and Boba Fett was going to be speaking. So we got to watch her panel. She's on for there like 45 minutes and she is so cool. She is so down to earth and so nice. And it was a lot of just fan Q and A's and a lot of, it was really interesting to see all these people just ask her questions and because it was all, you know, unscripted and everything. So could could have really been anything. And she just gave a lot of cool answers. And um, the funniest answer she gave was they said, what's your, what was your favorite scene uh, in Boba Fett to shoot? 
And she said, my favorite scene was the one where we were doing the parkour on all the rooftops because I did absolutely nothing. I just sat and watched my stunt double do everything. (laughs) (laughs) But it was it was really cool to see her there because um, she's got the triple crown. She did. uh, She was at Disney triple crown. She's Mulan. She was yeah. uh, she's Fennec Shand in Star Wars and she's Agent May in, in the uh, MCU. That's right. She so, is. Yeah, she is Disney through and through. She spoke very highly of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was it seems to be her favorite role. She really loved playing Agent May. Agent that was really cool. Did they did they take questions from the crowd? That's all they did, really. Yeah. Oh, did you raise your hand and ask? you know about your favorite disney podcast disney? i asked her to i asked her what her favorite episode of the disney's podcast was and shortly after i was escorted out by security see i would have said like i would have been, i would have said uh why is dis his your favorite disney history podcast Ooh, back him into the corner uh, I, I was afraid i was very intimidated by uh asking a uh question like that to someone who played mulan fennec shan and agent may all who could kick my ass <laughs> Also for us old folks, Dr. Chen on ER way back when. Oh wow. Oh wow. Wow. She was uh she was really cool though. But the the convention as a whole was so cool. I went to the celebrity section to look around and uh the voice of Mickey Mouse was there, but it was like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Mickey Mouse. So you know, it wasn't really wasn't really mm-hmm. him. I mean, I see him when I go to Disney. I, they don't look anything alike. <laughs> so uh he was there. Um it, it was just a really cool time. Your pictures looked the- awesome. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really, I like really wanted to take a lot of pictures this time because that's like, again, it's just get so lost and everything. It's so overstimulating. But uh, the one thing I wanted to do there that they had in New York, but they did not bring back to uh, they didn't bring to this one was uh, they had a, like create your own lightsaber um, thing up in New York. And I wanted to do that here because I know I'm not going to get the chance to when I come to Florida next week. So I was going to uh, do that, but they, they, they did not come. So I had to spend my uh, money on tons of other things instead. Mm. But yeah, really fun time. Definitely going to go again next year. Okay, guys. So uh, I did something. I went to Epcot last week. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We actually got to ride a lot of rides. And we it was the, um, what's festivals going on? Not the art festival, the Flower and Garden. Flower and Garden. So we, yeah, so we got to try a couple of different types of food. So we got to ride Soren. There's like barely like like 20 minute wait for like pretty much everything that we went on. Soren, the land. We pretty much walked onto the land. Um, the Grand Fiesta tour last week, well, not last week, but like Friday, I streamed the Grand Fiesta tour, uh, in our discord chat and it was, uh, it was a little laggy, but it was cool. I'm, I'm happy to kind of bring that little taste of Disney to our Patreon members. I'll be doing that more often. I, um, we went on, uh, the Nemo ride. Uh, we, I ate at the, that finally ate at that pizza restaurant over in Italy. Have you been there before, Jen? I have not. It's like massive slices of pizza. It's like $8 for a slice, but the pizza is like two slices easily. And it was actually really good. Uh, I had to eat there. You're talking about Via, Na- Via Napoli? Yeah. No, it's like the, the quick service pizza place right outside. Isn't oh, that it? No, that's the Via, Na- Via Napoli is a sit down. It's a sit down. It's not, I didn't go to the sit down one. I went to the, the quick service one. Oh, okay. uh, but that, that was that was really good. Of course, got the grapefruit beer, which is delicious. I got this one cornbread it was like cornbread right like honey it was like at the honey station and it was a like cornbread and it was like super buttery and had bacon and jalapenos on the inside and it had this like honey butter on top it was really really good i had a beignet that it was like a massive beignet like massive beignet with like uh, cream inside of it that was like really really good uh also had this croissant with like a, a goat cheese in the middle of it with a garlic butter on top of it which was really really good um but the food was delicious and the pizza was delicious. Got to ride Ratatouille for the first time. Really enjoyed it. 
it's just like going on what did my wife uh compare it to she it's not really like an intense ride or anything like that theming inside of it the theming on the ride rides great uh it, it was definitely a good ride I, i'd probably rate it like a seven or a six it's not like you know a great ride i like uh, mickey's runaway railway a lot better right um but that's because I think I like Mickey's Runaway Railway a little bit better because I like the characters more. You know, I like Mickey Mouse a little bit more, Pluto, all the characters, like the main Disney characters. But it was a fun ride. I definitely recommend going on it. It's definitely, we were on from like a 20 minute wait, I think. So it said 90 minutes, but it was only 20 minutes. The fireworks show is amazing at Epcot. Have you been to the new one, Jen? No, not yet. I really, really oh, want to do that. I, I like it better than Magic Kingdom, the Magic Kingdom fireworks. Just because it's over the lake, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just like so massive. This is like this is they're they're shooting fireworks from everywhere. So it's like the three D type of fireworks, but it's like every night, not like special occasions, which is really cool. And uh, next week, you know, we're gonna have uh, the Give Kids the World. It's gonna be coming on next week, and they're gonna be making a big announcement on the show. And next week, Jen and um, Nick from Sandpiper, they're gonna be giving some travel updates, some of the cool deals that you can go ahead and uh, we can give you if you want to sign up for a trip to Disney or really anywhere else so uh, make sure you guys tune in next week so that's the his on the iron man experience i'm joe i'm alex i'm jen i'm chris thanks for listening and have a magical week Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. DizHiz.